people to understand that there's so much to life whether you're the CEO or the janitor given everything you do at 150% will change your mindset and your perception of what you're doing oh you want to know me well I'm the man that you knew now you know <laughs> welcome to the Never Never podcast all things entrepreneurship people who just take life and kick it square in the ass with my special guest my wife Brittany Rexius hey hey the <laughs> signal calling card of my wife um you know <laughs> Really? Sorry. Really? <laughs> yeah. hey. What up? Uh, anyways, uh, before we even start, like, listen, I was looking at, we had 48,000 minutes watched on YouTube in the last week alone. And the funny thing was over 70% of you on YouTube aren't subscribed to the channel. Go subscribe. Subscribe, guys. I don't get paid for doing this. I think I made a whopping $20 off of YouTube, and I've spent thousands producing these, but it's because we like doing this. It's our way of paying it forward. So like, subscribe, share the damn thing. Give Hit it a thumbs up. Hit the notification bell. Give it a thumbs up. Share it to Instagram. Share it to wherever. Share it to Facebook. Just help us out. That's how we grow. Like this, this message may not mean a lot to you, but it may be the impact for somebody else, and that's how we pay it forward. So anyways, today's topic is pretty much called Stop the Hate. And... We're going to, we're very real with our audience with you guys. Most of you guys know we have six kids ranging from 20 all the way down to 18 months. And so we want you guys to realize that, you know, we deal with the same issues you guys do. And here's how the Rexiuses attack certain things. Yep. And you guys have heard these podcasts. I don't do anything less than 150 miles an hour at 110%. And that especially includes our kids. Mm -hmm. um, and we had an instance this last week, and this is why it stopped the hate. Hate's learned. Absolutely. If, if you have a 14-year-old kid that is spreading hate and online bullying, they've learned it from you, the parents. Parents need to be held more accountable. We need to hold ourselves to higher standards. If you think the media in this country is going to change course all of a sudden and stop selling drama, you're wrong. It's up to the parents. We as a society have to change this. It comes down to parents. And if you know there are other kids around your kids that don't have as parents, you need to be pseudo-parents to them too. Yep as we call them, our employees, our kids, because some of them may have great parents, some don't, but we're able to teach them from our position a better way. And I can tell you right now, hate will get you nowhere real fast. It'll make you jaded. It'll make you broke. It'll make you broken. So yep. um, our, my stepdaughter, our, our daughter, uh, she's, she's 14, yep. and she was gone on Labor Day weekend with her, her biological dad. And doing TikTok videos, even though I find TikTok to be the most annoying thing on the planet, even they made me do two or three of them, it's it's, it's horrible. Apparently, I can't. Is it back it up? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Saying, yeah. yeah. I can't do any of it. So throwback. Throwback. Throwback's what it was. I look like I'm kicking a mule. Anyways, um, so they were doing a video, and she and, and, and she's 14. She's not into politics, and we don't talk a lot about it in our house. We talk policy. We talk morals. We talk values. We talk how it affects businesses, obviously, being self-employed. Yep. We don't talk the, the literal mean of each party in our house because, in my firm belief, political parties are the destruction of this country. People play team mentality. All right, little rant. Here we go. People play team mentality. I've seen some of the best people in my life that I love dearly get on their team and say the most hateful, mm -hmm. racist, uh, prejudicial things online to prove a point because they've been charred up. They've been um, 
their emotions are running high from watching news and it just becomes a slow, actually a fast rolling downhill ball of fire to disaster mm-hmm. and you have to stop. I've literally seen some of the best people in my life. I call I, I always relate everything to sports, so bear with me. But I've seen people, somebody close to my life who's very dear, loves Nebraska football. And when we had one of the running backs was accused of revenge porn and rape and all that kind of stuff. I literally heard this person go, yeah, well, he's a good boy though. I think he's probably all right. We really need him for next Saturday. If this was any other concert, any other circumstance, they'd be calling for their head, but because it's on their team, they're like, well, I'm going to wait and see what happens. That's my, that's my guy. That's no. And that's happening with politics. Yeah. You see it all the time. We, I'm a huge sports fan. I've seen players on teams like, God, he's a piece of shit, but he's a really good DN. I need him for my fantasy team next Saturday, next Sunday. We have to stop this shit. Politics has turned out in this country, which is changing our moral value and code and our structure in this country. And that's a problem. Hate or prejudicial towards any other group in this country whatsoever is wrong. To, to, and if you're a Christian, here you go. To hate another person because of the color of their skin or their orientation is to hate the God that gave them that. You can't call yourself a Christian and have hate in your heart. Most faiths in this country have the same basis. It's based on love. It's based on hope. It's based on a higher calling that we all are held accountable at some point in time at the end of our life into the next for what we do. And for some reason that seems to get forgotten. So as our 14 year old, and I circle back, (laughs) sorry, I got shiny toy syndrome. If you guys have watched (laughs) this enough, you know, um, it, she decided to do a video and her dad had a Trump 2020 hat. You couldn't even really see it in the background. Nope. She did a dance video, whatever. Nothing about Trump. Nothing. nothing about she doesn't even, uh, I asked her she, what her political views are. She doesn't even know what they are because she has no idea the difference between liberal and conservative, Democrat, yeah. Republican, or otherwise. She only hears our thoughts, which are not based on parties, yeah. are not based on parties because of my firm belief that political parties are not doing us any good here. Either side, BT Dubs. Yeah. I know I got many of you out there love you. They're hard left and hard right. I'll never agree with any of you. Yep. It's parties are not the key. So next thing you know, somebody asked her, is that a Trump ad? She goes, yeah, I brought it for my dad quick for my video. Nothing about politics and bring she on. She didn't even say it. It bring, was a comment. Bring on the hate storm. Mm-hmm. Made fake Instagram accounts, group messages on Snapchat, getting at her TikTok, bringing other people in. Then to when people say, what's the big deal? She wore a hat. You can't even see it. Oh, well, then they have to one up their story because they look like an asshole. Yeah. And then it's, oh, she was saying racial slurs and she was saying this. All fake, not realizing we have ghost copies of our kids' phones. We can literally see everything they do, everything they type. Oh, they were making up fake accounts. They were making fun of people for all sorts of stuff, which if they knew our family history would know is for the dumbest lie they can make. And so we found out who they were. We we put it on social media, got the account shut down, contacted the school. Of course, the school is not going to do shit uh, because they have to protect the anonymity of the kids. But my thought is this. I firmly believe most parents out there are good people. I have to believe that. Mm-hmm. If, and I don't think the parents are finding out about this shit. Yeah. If I found out that one of our kids, I mean, you know what? Not even me, her. Yeah. Oh man. Don't piss off mom. Nope. Uh, you, I try not to piss off mom. Hell. Um, if we found <laughs> out one of our kids was a bully because I was bullied so bad and so was she. Yeah. Done. You get a phone and a car when you're 18 and you get out of this house and you pay for it your damn self. I will not tolerate it for one second. My kids know our, 
our kids, we've told them since day one, if there's somebody alone sitting at a lunch table at, at lunch, be you will you'll be kind everyone. and you will sit by them. You will be the friend of the kids that have no friends because mm-hmm. that will build a value in your life. Like they cannot be measured with money yeah. or anything else. And so anyway, schools won't do anything. We had enough people on our social media to take the account down. They post up another one. We're back and, yeah. and it's getting even worse. Now they're telling, trying to get people to enact violence against them because, oh, they like Trump. They're a conservative. You better jump and whatever not having any idea like and that's and it, which wasn't true so we went one step ahead yeah we contacted the police department and it's a cyber crime and try to induce it as a hate crime uh, as a hate violence yep. violent speech and so i posted that last night that hey this is in the hands of the police guys please record out then the count went away real quick but we're not going to stop no and, and the the reason why we're not going to stop is zoe is a very strong-willed girl and I don't worry about her, but the next person may not be that strong-willed person or may not have the support at home or the friend's support or whatever it may be. And that person may go home and make a rash decision with permanent consequences. Suicide is rampant and bullying is making it so much worse. And I'll probably get emotional in this because in seventh grade, I tried to commit suicide because I was bullied. I don't ever want to see any of our kids or any of our kids' friends or any of our friends' kids, anybody that we know that we can that we can have an influence on. I don't want anyone to have to go through that. Well, that's just it. I think I spent almost half my childhood, if not more, every day coming from school crying. And the thing was I was lucky enough to have a, a kick-ass stepdad and a kick, especially my mom. My mom is a fucking saint. All five foot five of her. And... uh <laughs> Hey, I was an 11 pound baby that woman deserves a fucking medal. Yeah, she does. She gets really big mother's day presents for me at this point. Anyways, <laughs> she, I it was nice to have, I come home. She's like, listen, you're just husky. You're just big bone. You're going to grow into it. And you know, um, all sorts of, all the things that you say, like if you put your mind to it, you could achieve it no matter what, forget them. They're just going to be jealous for the things you do. You're going to make a name someday. You're going to do these things and blah, 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 blah. And then I, I had the weekend off. I had the nights off. Yeah. These kids have it 24 7, 365. Even a bigger advantage. We were kids, you had that summer break. You could yeah. reinvent yourself over a two and a half, three month time period. And then you get a three back. week, you get a three week break at Christmas. We didn't have to see any of the assholes. Yeah. And then you got to change. And the funny thing was, me, like, I think it was sixth grade. I was five, five, 195 pounds. I was quite round. And honestly, I carried it fairly well looking back at pictures. My mom called said I looked like a giant pumpkin, but, you know, <laughs> by eighth grade, I was six, one, 195 pounds. And the thing is, I didn't handle it well because I carried a chip on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And by the same point, that chip on my shoulder also drove me to play college sports, get my chance going pro, doing all these things. I own a nutrition company, for Christ's sake. We own gyms. This is where we put our life around because we found power yeah. in being powerful. And that changed my attitude. I, and it literally didn't mean I went and kicked everyone's ass that ever made fun of me. It meant I felt powerful and I didn't have to. Mm-hmm. And it was a positive environment. I was lucky enough to have parents to do that. So we're doing this because there are some kids out there that, that don't even tell their parents. Yeah. They don't have that support group. They don't. And they may go home and commit suicide. They may shell up and never reach it. You may find out years later what actually happened. They may have parents who don't give a shit, who tell them to man up and deal with it because maybe, you know, whatever reason, they're the ones spreading the hate. Well, you should go back and retaliate. And so we're doing this for the kids that don't have me to stand up for them. 
Yep. And so we're, and I'm not trying, I, I literally said last night, short of a public apology from these girls on their social medias to the, all the kids, not just my daughter, five or six other girls yeah. got brought into this. Um, but also a conversation with their parents. Um, I'm, I'm, we're going all the way through with the charges and, and they're going to get their private phones taken away. And, and it's, it, it, you can't do, we as parents, it's up to us to change the moral direction of where we want our children to end yeah. up. I think we all have the same attitude for the most part that we want our kids to have better opportunity and have it better than we did. And the one thing a lot of us dealt with back in the eighties, yeah, dating myself and these guys weren't even born yet. They weren't. So was that, I know you guys weren't shit. You guys are like two thousands. I was going to say, good God, nineties. <laughs> oh no. Okay. I graduated sorry, high school. Right 99. So, um, what we had back in the eighties was a tough love man up, mm-hmm. deal with it, whatever, bury it deep down inside. Now in saying that, I think there's value in some of people need to have a little bit tougher skin yeah. for damn sure. I think we coddle people way too damn much. I mean, we always joke about like with, with COVID and y'all can get mad at me for this. If you want to like, everybody's going to get it. It's a viral outbreak. It's science kids. Everybody's getting it. The whole reason we distance was not overwhelm hospitals at once. Literally it was not to wait for a magic cure. In saying that we grew up in a society where you threw some dirt on it where you hung out in your mom's Oldsmobile while she's driving 65 down the highway lane in the back window to catch some rays. No seatbelts while she's puffing on some Marlboro's 180s, <laughs> just soaking it in because that's good for fiber. Holy shit. Like, yeah. how much bubble wrap can we put on people for crying out loud? I'm not saying the virus is serious. I've had family members who were elderly have the virus. I'm not saying I don't. We know we already have antibodies. I've seen some people I know get really sick from it. I'm not saying it's not serious. I think it should bring a better attention to people taking care of themselves on a daily basis versus mm-hmm. waiting for reactionary medicine society, which is what we are now. We wait for shit to go bad. Give me a pill to fix it. How about we prevent bad shit from happening in the first place? An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So yeah. as a squirrel went on to another acorn. Anyways, <laughs> I... I Here's here's the facts. Hate is learned. Everything yeah. that's going on right now with all the media, it, and if you guys don't think that these media moguls have a team they're playing for, you're out of your damn mind. It is. People say, well, if you yeah. don't watch it, they won't have the ratings. So, no, most of the guys on these multimedia companies are multi-billionaires. Are they will, it's no different to them donating $500 million or $100 million to a candidate that's, gonna, that's going to vote the way they want them to or lose $500 million continuously putting up stories that they think will affect the mass population. It's no different. Yeah, They can run their business at a loss putting the stories they want to create propaganda. And I'm not talking one or the other. I'm talking all of them. I was going to say there are six main companies that own every form of media, whether it be television, radio, newspaper, social media, six companies own that. And you don't think that those six companies are swaying your, your thoughts and views or letting you see what they want you to see or not. Like it's, it's literally like, like Zuckerberg with Facebook. Like, I had a little love for the dude. He was fighting the system a little bit. Like, fact-checking. Like, yeah, but, you know, what you thought was true in May, we found out wasn't true in August. Yeah. So who's t- who checks the fact-checkers? Yeah. It was that me, myself. We should have one group to just fact-check and just put facts up on the, on the TV. We'll call it news. Yeah, it doesn't really work. And so we had shared a story about 39 kids getting rescued from child abduction last week down in Georgia. And this, I'd shared the post is all it was. Why isn't that a story? Facebook fact-checked me. So that's not true and blurted out. And what the deal was, not all 39 were found in one trailer. Some were found a couple miles mm-hmm. away. I think you done missed the fucking point. Yeah. 
I, I, are you fucking shitting me? If, and this comes back to politics too. If there's a politician from your team that was on the manifest flying to Jeffrey Epstein's island to seduce and rape kids, and you have not fully forcefully condemned the shit out of them, you are part of the problem. You are part of the problem. They're kids. Yeah, this, it, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And the media, guess what? A lot of the owners of those media companies were on those goddamn flights, which is why you're not seeing the stations. They're not going to like um, open up the gates so everyone knows. Yeah. Otherwise, they're lawyers. They can't pay them enough money to hide on the rug and stay out of prison. It's bullshit. And it's all of them. I don't care which news station, conservative, independent, um, liberal or not, they're all doing it. It's yeah. all crap. And yeah, I would say we pretty much quit watching a lot of it. And I'm actually going to probably do a how-to video on how to actually research your own facts. And then this will be something we'll do on like, you want to actually look up COVID numbers instead of looking at one person saying it's gone. Next person says 200,000 people are going to die in a week. And like, which one do you believe? They're both from news stations. Yeah. It's they, hard they, to... they never print retractions anymore, guys. I mean, once it's a, it's sensationalized, it, you know, people don't forget that. Yeah. And so... Anyways, like there's ways to look it up on Nebraska. You can go to the health department. You can actually click down, see the averages on every single site. So people ask me about facts and my expression of facts don't care about feelings. It's because I've actually looked it up. Yeah. The problem is, and here's my suggestion when it comes to stopping the hate on social media against your fellow person, not just kids. Stop having political discussions on Facebook. <laughs> no one has ever been convinced to your side off of Facebook. Even if you message me, got mad love for you, my boy who posted, he goes, well, I've, people thank me for convincing him bullshit. You tell yourself that. Nobody has. I assume if I see it on Facebook or in the news stations, it's probably 90% bullshit. Yep. If you all don't know how to look, I'm going to do a how-to video on how to look up stats, your fact, facts yourself, how to look up scientific data, all these kind of things. I took an entire class in college on how to manipulate statistics. It was one of my favorite classes. You realize that 87.96% of all statistics are made up on the spot just like that one? <laughs> True. It, it, but it is. You can manipulate anything. It, it's like I have in my industry. I mean, this isn't just politics and kids. People are like, if sucralose causes cancer, I read the research, but did you actually read past the first sentence? You'd have to take 10,000 times the recommended daily dose every day for nine months, and then it has a 10% probability of maybe causing cancer. You know what else would? The sun. Holy shit. Go take 10,000 times the recommended daily dose of sunlight every day for 90 days. I guarantee you'll get sick as fuck. So understand, have a little common sense. Quit arguing on Facebook. You're causing hate. Yeah. I've literally seen this on a first level. People I love in my life did literally get so far in their team that they stopped to open their eyes and say, hey, I really don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I just copied and pasted this from somebody else who probably didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. So here's my suggestion. If you can't in front of a person across from a table, have a cup of coffee, cup of coffee, have civil discourse and have yourselves a little debate, you have no business putting it on social media. And it's funny, people who want to argue on social media will never argue in, with me in person because I actually know the numbers. Yeah. You're copying some shit you saw in a news station, which is probably wrong. And thankfully, you know, with the whole with Zoe's situation, she went back to school and she didn't have any issues at school in, in person. Not so yet. thankfully they were all keyboard warriors because... 
Well, that's my favorite expression. Somebody, Social media has allowed too many people to talk shit, not get their ass kicked. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that was Meg back at school. If I talk shit to some kid at the lunch table, I had to worry about recess. Mm-hmm. That was it. Meet you out by the flagpole. Yeah, but back then people would actually handle stuff and get it over with. And now they don't. It's yeah. violent and it's, it's, it's unnecessary. And I would like to think that we've evolved as a society where we don't have to do this constant level of hate. Let me ask yourselves, has Instagram and Facebook... Snapchat, um, TikTok, watching CNN, Fox News, ABC, NBC, MSNBC, let me include that one, um, actually enriched your life. Has it really, as, right now, in the last 90 days, has it made your life better or worse? I'm doubting other than business, it's made your life worse. So why the fuck are you consuming it? Yep. How about we go back to reading a book? How about we go back to learning a second language? How about we go back to writing a book, working on your home, building things with your hands? Everybody knows if you watch any of my stuff that I, 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 that's my, that's my thing because my brain runs a thousand miles a minute. She calls me like I'm rain man with ADD. I, <laughs> I got a lot of numbers, but I talk a shitload. And so you talk I, a lot? so I build things. It's called my mindless dumb shit. I got it from Seth Ferrosi where I go downstairs and I build, I build the walls in our basement. I'm framing up bed frames for my kids. I'm, I'm working on our house. I'm adding to our deck because it requires a lot of math. It's a physical skill yep. and it shuts my mind off. I can teach my kids a skill. Zoe wants to learn how to make a platform, wants me to make her a platform bed. If you help me. Lexi wants to get the bedroom finished. If you help me, because you have a skill. I want my daughters. Don't need no man to fix no shit for them. Hell no. I, I want them to be part of a, you know, whatever. But yeah. I want them to be able to do that stuff themselves. You know, not to have to hire somebody else. Those are skills. And most, I mean, most highly paid people are skilled trades right now. They have a job security regardless of what happens in the stock market. Electricians are needed. Plumbers are needed. Mechanics are needed. Woodcrafters are needed. I mean. Like me, I hadn't, I mean, we're, we're, we're paying out some money for some stuff to get done at our house because it's just literally out of my skill range. And I'm like, shit, I really wish I understood HVAC. God, <laughs> that shit's expensive. You know, especially you find out how much it actually costs versus what they have to charge. But that's the whole point. Like, find something else to do. Yeah. So I've been working on writing a book for quite a while. I've was working. We, we, we've been doing the second language thing, but God damn, it's like, I always forget. We have, <laughs> Rosetta Stone's badass. I'm sure I babble. But, you know, we... We did. We went on a mission trip to Mexico and built houses for uh, for some needy families a couple of years ago. Like we were all into it. Like, but that's a society we live in. You know, mm-hmm. like it's funny if you take a business squirrel. Here we go. <laughs> if you were like, and this is an immigration thing. Oh my god, political. I don't do political. Like, everyone needs to speak our language. Yeah, I think everybody wants to have the best chance of success. Should learn to speak the the common language. Sure, but as a business person, the more adapt I am to any type of customer gives me a higher chance for success. Yep. So if I'm more fluent in Spanish, I was doing Spanish ads, Spanish radio ads, I'm the only one that does it, and they come in and I'm at least giving it effort, I automatically get respect with that customer base. There are very loyal customer base Hispanics in this area, some who don't speak English and some who do. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I, we had a couple guys that were, I want to say it was um, Mandarin. They were by yeah. our store. I looked up a couple words. I had Google Translate on my phone. And honestly, because we went to their uh, their salon and they yeah. came over to their shop and they bought stuff because it's, you know, it's all small business support. And I'm like, 
I'm trying to, I'm trying to pronounce it out. And they're like, and, and you could literally just see his face smiling, but at the same point, making fun of me because it was, it was bad. It was really, <laughs> really bad. Um, but at the same point, I think they appreciate the effort. And it's the same thing. And it's, if we travel abroad, I appreciate their effort, the same thing when we're in Mexico or other place, when I don't speak the language real well, that they're trying to, to help me. And I just think a little bit of respect and a little bit less bullshit is going to go a long ways in this country. Yeah. A little bit of respect. They're all human beings. Everyone is, wants a chance to succeed to their highest potential. Everyone wants a chance for their kids to grow up better than they did. Everybody wants to have a chance to have the best health they can possibly do. And they're just an opportunity. That's just it. And that's, and that's what it needs to represent. Send us so much hate. How about we spread a little bit of joy, a little bit of love, a little bit of opportunity. Pick up your fellow man. I mean, that's the whole point. Like we, we do things is just to help people out for, I don't want anything in return. Like no. we had to do these business meetings and they said, how much do you want to be worth when you're 65? And her no and I had to idea. go back three times. And like, I go, I don't think you understand. Like we don't judge ourselves based on a number or, or a monetary value or stuff. And the guy worked with us a little bit. He goes, yeah. what do you want to do when you're 65? I said, I want to be able to buy a building for my church if I want to do so. I want to be able to go on a mission trip for a couple of weeks, not to worry about how go the to hell hospital I'm going to pay go. off the 10 largest bills. bills. That's the kind of shit. That's, yeah. that, that, that's, that's kingdom work. That, that's the kind of stuff that builds generational uh, remembrance for you. That, that builds a legacy that can't be paid for with just money that that builds a legacy that just it isn't forgotten because your your grandkids might find out about it but i guarantee that family that got that debt paid off is going to tell their next three generations like somebody gave us a chance once and and, and that's that's a huge thing and I, I just think that all this stuff with politics and and money and bullying and kids social media it's just got so goddamn hateful I really shouldn't use God when I say, damn, I really, really shouldn't swear. Shouldn't. Okay. <laughs> Resign. Okay. Shouldn't be so hateful. Like, just be nice. Yeah. You know, and it's funny. Like, there are people who've been shopping in my store for 10 years that have no idea what who I vote for. Stop identifying yourself based on who you voted for in the last election or the next one. That makes you an asshole. Yeah. You're one of the sheep. You are a lamb led to slaughter. If you identify yourself by, I'm a Biden person, I'm a Trump person, you have narrowed yourself down. How about you let them earn your vote? Yeah. How about you're, you are the prize and they're the sheep, okay? You guys are, you're letting it go the other way around. You don't work for them, they work for you. That's the one good thing I think out of COVID and everyone has seen this because everyone's been stuck home and realizing that those guys don't actually do as much as you think they do. Your local governments do, though. Mm -hmm. Get involved. Volunteer. Go to the, the Peter Terrence's PTA meetings. Go to city council. Have your voice heard. Have your, That's where the shit actually gets done. We traveled to Las Vegas a couple weeks ago. Then we were in Pittsburgh last week. Both cities that we love. So any of you extra super Christians who go to church with me, you think Vegas is whatever. Listen, we love Vegas, so <laughs> you can kiss my ass. Uh, Vegas, I mean, I never win any money. No. Ever. I liked people watch. I was on a roll. Yeah, we people watch. You know, it's lots of, lots of, like Fremont Street. Love Fremont Street. Fremont yep. Street. I can't say that. No, I no. Sure. I can't say that. <laughs> so, um, but cities that we love and we've seen their economies just straight depressed. Listening to our Uber drivers, our cabbies, the, the you know, the hostesses and the people who work at the hotels. And I'm like, my heart is just straight bleeding for these people because mm -hmm. there's nothing they can do. They understand that 75% of the shit that's out there right now is literally for political purpose. And everyone's being made to hold the bucket. You have seen the biggest shift in institutional wealth 
in the United States history in the last 120 days. Yeah. It's shutting down small business. Small businesses employ 48% of the population. 21% of small businesses in the United States have closed permanently already. The existing small businesses, including ours, are down 30% in revenue average across the United States. You know who made gangbuster bucks top ever? Microsoft. Uh, Amazon. All those companies that are all like, no, we need, we need to distance. We really need to make sure that we're really safe. Yeah, they're making hundreds of billions of dollars. Well, mom and pops who are the kind of companies like us that allow you to leave early to go to your kid's baseball game, allow you to take a couple of days off if, if you got some personal issues, that, that do the things that, that help you buy a car when your car broke down, but you're waiting on the next check, which we've done a couple of times. Mm-hmm. We're not talking Lamborghinis, folks. We don't have that much money. No. But, you know, I mean, but that, that's what you get from small business, a chance to be a partner, a chance to own your own, a chance to have a piece of the pie. That's what we've done. And you keep taking those away, and all you're left is with six major companies, and everyone now has no voice because your boss who signs your check tells you what you're going to do. That's what you told therapy and society actually is. You basically have the businesses telling you what you're going to do. Otherwise you literally, if you vote against them, you just voted yourself out of your paycheck and your family out of food. And that's how they keep you docile. That's, that's why this country likes debt. That's why like, yeah, you shouldn't have credit card debt, but here when you're 18, here's a $10,000 credit card limit. God knows I did. I did that stupid. Man, but that PlayStation 2 was badass. I had to go buy that thing. But anyway, <laughs> so, but we all did it. Yeah. And right now, the, the car loans that people have, the houses that people buy, all this crap is to keep you indentured. You can't make moves against them because they got you, they got you by the crosshairs. Health. In this country, and this isn't a political thing at all, we haven't even let the free market economy work on health care if you want to stay in the political. Not even close. Insurance companies for health insurance can't cross state lines. Did you know that? They can't. Yeah. If you go to a new state, even if you're one insurance company, you have to reapply with that same insurance company in a new state. Why the hell is that even like, let them compete. You know what happens when businesses compete? I'm in business. Prices drop. Ask any of your parents who were alive in the 70s and 80s what they had to pay for a phone versus what they pay for a phone now. There was one phone company until they deregulated the telecom communication companies in the industry. There was one, Bell, AT&T Bell. You had to rent the phone half the time, and you paid one fee. Poor, rich, everyone fee. All of a sudden, boom, what do you have? Sprint, Verizon, Alltel, U.S. seller. And what happens? Prices drop and drop and drop and drop and drop. Because remember, you guys are I mean, probably when you, eh, you guys might have been. We have a couple uh, younger 20, 20 and 20-year-olds in our, in our studio today. But it's like back when, for, anybody else my age, listen to this. Back when the first cell phones came out, right? There's only a couple companies. You got 100 minutes. There was no text messaging. You got charged like 15 cents a minute over that. So everybody got $1,000 and $2,000 phone bills. Yeah. Data came out. And there's a cap. And all of a sudden, you get this $500 bills. Competition. Now, guess what? Everybody's got free data. Everybody's got unlimited calling. Everybody's got unlimited text messages. You know where that comes from? Competition. Otherwise, why would they just make a better deal and give up money? So in our healthcare system, same thing with the government. Like, stop being a sheep. I'm gonna, this is going to piss off some churches. And I'm very Christian. So... I apologize in advance. Churches being nonprofit is fine. Churches running hospitals being nonprofit is not. It's not so much the insurance companies are doing the rules. It's the hospitals that charge ridiculous, stupid amount of shit on costs and, and kickbacks to the insurance companies behind the table or board of directors members. When a nonprofit hospital, and this has happened, 
in this state post a $1.8 billion profit as a nonprofit, there's a fucking problem. Nonprofits attributed $71 trillion of non-taxable income, I believe it was last year. Yeah. I had that stat. I, I'm pretty sure it was 70. That's a shitload of money. Mm-hmm. It's a game. And they want you sick. Why would they not want you sick? They wouldn't have any more customers. Mm-hmm. Do you realize that the food in this country that we have is not allowed in almost every other civilized nation? GMOs, yeah, for the guys who don't know what that means, it's genetically modified organism, how we genetically modify our food. What do you think? There's rampant cancer. Oh, it's better medical uh, uh, treatment. Is no. it really, though? It's all the processed shit. It's all the processed shit we have. Literally, I mean, the big thing with autism for years was it's the vaccines, vaccines, vaccines. I'll get to that in a minute. It's not the vaccines. Called, it's, it's literally we're degrading our immune systems and the amount of crap we put in there. It's mm-hmm. why girls mature at the age of 10 or 11 instead of 14. Why high school athletes are three, four inches taller than they were 40 years ago. It's, all, average, the all, it's all the extra hormones in the food. It's aging everyone faster is what it is. The average 30-year-old has the same test level as a 50-year-old now. That's why these TRT clinics popped up all over the damn place because we've literally, in fact, including me, aged ourselves. Mm-hmm. It, it's if you guys don't find out that everyone they're pitting us against each other as society and all they're doing they're puppet masters kids they're just they're playing you against each other while they rake in the dough mm-hmm. oh hate them love us and they're all laughing they're probably in the same goddamn golf club laughing at night these morons because guess what they all still have the power no matter who you vote for it's the same set of people so knock it off and I, I don't know how to do the vaccine thing no can I I'm going to do the vaccine thing. Okay. I know the exact date and rule. I should have looked this up at a time. It was in the late 1980s. I believe Joe Biden was part of this. A few other senators, Republican and Democrat. I'm not picking sides. They're all bought by pharmaceutical companies. <clears throat> did I say that? I did. Okay. They're all bought by pharmaceutical companies because that's who pays them the most amount of money. But that's lobbyists. That's why these guys get paid 178000 a year and own $9 million ranches. But carry the one, add the nine. 178 does not equal 9 million. So, yeah, we know you're getting butt off, dumbasses. Anyways, so back then, we were kids, we had about eight, nine vaccinations. Mm-hmm. Now the average kid has 47. Why would that be? They passed a law that you can never sue any pharmaceutical company for any uh, side effect to any vaccine you ever get. So, they have no liability. So, if they pump out this new vaccine and they're not really sure, and it causes cancer 10 years from now, you have no recourse. Yep. I'm not trying to get put on this. This is where the law lies. I've talked to several people and they're like, well, that can be interpreted different ways. I'm like, okay, if I take this vaccine and I get sick, can I sue them to pay my medical bills? Three attorneys so far go, no, there's no way. Okay. That's a problem. They're usually the fastest on average to get a vaccine to, to actually human consumption is around seven years. And we're doing this in 10 months. I mm-hmm. get saving the economy. I get getting people feeling safe about the market. At the same point in time, holy shit, leave your heads. And honestly, I'm sure they would love it because now you got to take all their cancer drugs and keep paying them money. A simple fact is money has no value, has no values. The people behind it need to. And I think in this country, we need to change our course as parents for our kids. Yeah. And you Absolutely. all have to do that. The amount of messages I got on my DMs about what we're doing for our daughter is amazing. Like you guys are actually doing that. Is she mad? Well, no, but does it fucking matter? She doesn't get a vote. Yeah. In our house, I always say this, it's a dictatorship, but we're benevolent dictators. We're super (laughs) nice. You get a vote when you pay bills until then you don't. It's really simple. And my job is not to make her like me as her best friend. My job is to raise her and protect her to be a good person. person. Yeah. 
whatever they do, whatever much money they make is, does is this matter to me? Are you a good person? Are you happy? Mm-hmm. And that's it. I mean, you got to think, I think people say society is so much worse. It's so bad. Is it really though? Is it? Look over the last 25 years. Look at the things that the, the society is open and loving about now that 25 years ago was uncouth. Yeah. I mean, you turn on the TV 25 years ago, the amount of homosexual jokes there were. was I mean, it was on, we're talking Saturday Night Live. I mean, and all the things they did now, and, and looking back now, I mean, granted, I was a kid, I'm like, holy shit, I believe society has come a long ways. But if you watch the news right now, you would think that we're about to all fall into the fire of hell. We've come a long ways. Don't let the media... Close your hearts back up. Yeah, don't close your hearts. Open your freaking minds yeah. up a little bit. Open your eyes up a little bit. I think there's been so much bullshit now. I'm saying I'm very hopeful that people are starting to see, wait a minute, these guys are all full of shit. Yeah. I mean, the thing is now, I think most people I've talked to, they, they, they don't even watch the news anymore because they realize that 90% of shit is crap. So my thing is, I think I have hope because we've come a long way since we were kids. There's attention on bullying. Sex trapping is finally getting talked about. You know, Certain groups are not no longer being, you know, persecuted like they were before. I mean, we've come a long way. Yeah. But God damn, don't let these politicians start breeding hate up just so you can pad their votes for the next election. They're literally dialing us back right now. Right now, this election cycle more than anyone I've ever seen. And every year they say it, but I've actually been around. I've really studied presidential politics. I've watched this all the time. I've worked on senatorial campaigns. This is the worst I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And they're dialing back our nation in, in racial aspects, 40 years. They're actually breeding racism right now in yeah. massive amounts. And they don't realize the consequences that our next generations are going to pay for this. I think that they all should open their eyes, open their hearts up a little bit, turn off the goddamn TV, take a break other than business for social media, and, and put something into yourself. Invest in you. Yep. Stop giving CNN and Fox News your damn money and your time. Spend time with your kids. Teach them something. So. Yeah. Anything else? I kind of went on like nine hundred topics today, so this is called "Stop the Hate, Stop the Bullshit." Yep. I don't know. We're gonna come up with a good name. My for uh, my hobby that I'm gonna work on is getting a word in. You. <laughs> Touche. Touche. Well played. Well played. All right. Again, guys, thank you so much for watching the podcast. Usually, this is business, but this is life too. You guys follow. Yeah. You follow our family. You follow what we do, and we truly appreciate all the businesses and all the uh, all the patronage and all the support that we get. And we just want to be real with you guys where we're at and the things that we're dealing with. I know a lot of you guys have kids, or you are a kid that's facing the same stuff. Understand there are people out there to help you. Um, drop a DM, drop a message. We will do anything we can to help anybody that we can. Yep, you're not alone. You're not alone ever, uh, no matter what. We'll I tell fight that. for you. If you're a high school kid and you're getting bullied right now and there's something that we can do, message. I don't know. We'll, we'll get you in touch with the right people. Yep. Listen, and if you're in high school and you think that it's that bad and this is what I was worried about, um, it's not. Yeah. High school sucks. High school sucks for a lot of people. It's good for some, but trust me, everything gets better. You find your real friends outside of high school. Yeah. You find your, you find who you are 
outside of high school. You get to discover, you get to do things, you get to find out what you want to be. You get to chase your dreams. Just got to get through it like everyone else. Yeah, so, who you are in high school or middle school or wherever. I mean, that's not who you are as an adult. I mean, I think we saw Lexi change her entire personality six times in high school. She went from kind oh, yeah. of gothic slash team Edward to <laughs> Lily Putzer and I'm wearing pearls to school to a little bit of grunge thing going on. I just yeah. rolled out of bed. I don't really care. I'm a senior. You know, it's changed like six times. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. And now she's back on the grunge. She's back on the grunge thing again. And Tyler, a 14 year old, went from like just straight, straight, straight nerd stuff to like doesn't care if he showers or whatever. Yep. To I swear to God, he's going to go gothic and he's not. He's kind of gone more retro. So yeah. I was like, good for you, dude. Like, own, own you. Mm-hmm. You know, and. It's it, it, that is what it is. You get to reinvent yourself whenever you want to. That's the beautiful thing. Even if you're an adult, if you're 40 years old, you can reinvent yourself. And so says you can't. Life ain't over yet. You're halfway through. So, um, anyways, thanks for tuning in, guys. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, share with a friend. Um, like I said, if you got negative comments, keep that shit to yourself because I'll just believe them anyways. Yeah. Um, and spread love. Spread the love. All right, bye guys. The story is you are you, and I am me. Just be. I'm a gentleman, now I'm settled in. Even when they said I'm let them in, I said, guess again, what's the way I walk into a room and everybody stare? Godfather like presence, everybody know I'm here. Stepping right into my office, pouring bourbon on the rocks. Toast to the homies that can never see the light and the haters that forever see my ghost. What a night.